did. Yeah, it's unusual, but okay. Mm-hmm. I, I heard about it. I didn't know it had the name of the Kohen Gadol on it, though. That's interesting. Hmm. Oh, they put their... Oh, I, I see. During the reign of the Kohen Gadol. That's right. Yes. Okay. So, uh, we are at the bottom of Tess Zion Amad Bay, 16b, and we're still in the davening of the Shmona Esrei on a fast day. And it had seven unique brachos. And uh, we were talking yesterday about whether you said Amen or like in the Beis Hamikdash they didn't, and the different version that they had used in the Beis Hamikdash. So uh, in the Mishnah we quoted again it was a long Mishnah, but he said Lo Zichronos. One of the brachos was Zichronos. There's the idea that uh, we uh, need to be remembered. In other words, if it doesn't rain and we starve Chas Shalom, if Chal Yisrael would starve in a fast. So we're not being remembered, and being remembered means just like Hashem remembered Rachel, that he uh, remembered us. So we, we need Hashem to remember us. That means like to re-examine and, and feel that we're worthy of, of continued existence in the rain. So one of the brachos was remembrance. Om Ravada de Minyafo, my time at Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said you don't use that. What, 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 why not? That's a beautiful idea. So he says, Three times. Uh, that's appropriate. And um, I have to keep in mind that everything has to come from the psukim. You have to see uh, that it would be appropriate. But you only find it by those three cases. On Rosh Hashanah, certainly, that's Yom Karon, right? And Yovel. And Yovel also uh, is similar to Rosh Hashanah. We had that Yovel makes the same brachas. The interesting thing that's new here is Bishas Milchama, that in war uh, you make that bracha. Let's see Rashi where we get that from. Um, when you go to war and there's an enemy, uh, he says, I don't know that how you see from there, Rashi is asking a question here, which is unusual. He, Rashi is saying, how do you know from that Pusik that you say uh, these Zechronos Sofish Malchus, that this is part of the Shemona Esrei, uh, that you say these verses of Malchus Zechronos Vishor. We said you only do it Bishas Melchama. Um, below you. It sounds like Rashi has a Masora from, uh, from which Pasuk. But he doesn't well, know that. Looking at the Pasuk, it's like, okay. Right, <laughs> what but, do you do with that? but when does Rashi say that? Rashi always knows. <laughs> Rashi knows everything. Right, it's that's incredible. right. It's like, yeah, I'm used to Rashi saying, below, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he always knows the Russia. But okay, anyways, back to the Gemara. So, uh, Tani, we learned, Yesh Machlif and Saka Leliyahu Tfilu Shmuel. Some people change the version. There's a, a for, Saka is a crying out prayer. That's for Eliyahu Tfilu Shmuel. So, Bishlam Agabi Shmuel. So, you could use either word by Shmuel, Ksibay Tfilah, Ksibay Saka. There's both forms of prayer. 
you find both are used. So either one that you want to use for the bracha, you find that they use that form of, of tefillah. Ela gabayelo, tefillah Steve. It does say tefillah, but where does it say saka? Saka is like a calling out. Again, it's a different form of prayer. have to be open to that, that we pick our particular prayer style and we don't often try other styles, you know, like there is, there are other forms of prayer. There's a form of prayer called tzaka, calling out. You know, when a person needs something, maybe they should try that. So the more said, but where do you find that? So the more answered, when he said at, uh, at Har Carmel, he said, answer me, answer me. That could be, that's a tzaka, that's a calling out. Uh, okay. And the sixth bracha, Mishiones Yonah. And then the seventh bracha, Mishiona, is David. So, famous question. We're out of order here. We're not in, the brachas aren't in, first, you would assume that you ask that Hashem that answered us historically, that we start from the beginning and work our way to the end. David and Shlomo uh, were before Yona. They were at the beginning. So, Mikti, Yona, Basar, David and Shlomo. Yona was after them. My time of Macht, why is Yona the bracha of Yona first? Before them. The answer is Mishum de Boyle Mechta Merachim Because the Bracha by David Shlomo had to do with Eretz Israel. And uh, we're looking for Rachmanus on the earth. And so, therefore, we wanted to finish with that. That's why, even though uh, that was, uh, a, it's not chronological, but that's the, um, and this is also important. Uh, when uh, if you if you ever do public speaking, they talk about your closing argument. You know your closing or closing attorney, the closing argument. So too, when we daven, you want to have a close. You want to close. You want to finish up with a certain big finish. Big finish. Right. Summarize your main point. So it's important to summarize. Gosh, it's the earth. It's really the problem here. So that's why we that's why we go out of order. Tani Bishum Sumus Amar. He says it's it's another thing we want to finish. Boruch Mashbil Haramim that we feel humbled. The ultimate humility is that we have no control over nature. We have everything we've done, uh, and we have no control. Uh, along comes Hashem. If it doesn't rain, uh, then it all goes to the wayside. Let's see Rashi in the middle of the page. Um, he says, they Kakshamati. Uh, that's the first explanation. Inami mishum de inu tikun beis hamigdash tai iker oritz. He says they because they did the beis hamigdash, David and Shlomo, and that's the main, that's the main, uh, main purpose of the land is a land where Hashem's presence is on kachshamati. It's also interesting. Uh, um, these uh, I think I mentioned to you that some people feel this isn't Rashi because he just you find some. Things that are not as common as in other places. Uh, it might be one of the other Rishonim. Baruch Bashvil Reim, Hayomra Makam Baruch Marachim. Instead of mercy, Shekniyam Bamatar, that he made us humble with the need for rain, Shishava Bichuva. So again, two different approaches to how we want to finish the brachas. Okay. So then, now we deal with the Mishnah continues, no longer with the Nusuk of the prayer. But what of the Kohanim who were doing the Avoda, <coughs> whether they fasted or not? Now, it's very, uh, the Avoda was hard work. Schlepping uh, cows are heavy, you know. And uh, if you also, when you work around a barbecue, it's very hard to uh, not drink. Uh, 
Kifara. Fast day, they work in restaurants. Yeah. It's very hard to be in, a, in that kind of area where you're around hot cooking equipment and not be able to... Uh, so the Kohadim, the question was, uh, did they fast or not? So, Shalosh Tanis Rishonis. Anche Mishum Misane Mishalman. So in the beginning, the Kohanim who were on duty, they did fast. They started fast. They wanted to show that they were in it with everybody, but they didn't do a full, uh, they didn't do, go all the way. And most fast, you can start out in the beginning, you're okay. It's towards the middle of the end where you say, how are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, can you finish? Okay. There's a famous rule that if you're a Kohen, you're not allowed to have a drink. Uh, because you can't do the avoda. One of the reasons we have a minig on uh, on uh, Simchas Torah not to uh, uh, not to do Birchas Kohanim by Musaf is Birchas Kohanim has the same requirements as avoda, and it's in the avoda, and uh, you're not allowed to do avoda if you drink. And Simchas Torah by Musaf, all bets are off that a Kohen. Uh, might forget uh, somebody who gives them a lechayim or whatever. And so therefore, the minig is uh, to do birkas kohanim by chakras. Usually drink, but not first thing in the morning. You know, they wait, uh, they at least have a chakras before they drink. So uh, that's the minig, right? So, uh, but they could drink at night if they want. That's no problem. But not during the day. Why? Now, what we said, the whole people of the mishmar. Now, the mishmar is the whole watch. Now, the whole watch wasn't on duty that day. It was only the Beis Av, what's called the people whose, whose family day came out that way. So why did the whole Mishmar have to be uh, fasting, uh, have to be not drinking? Because Shemitach Vidavoda Alanche Beis Av. Maybe your, your cousins, uh, the Voda, they're having a hard time that day. And they're going to call out for help. You know, they're going to have their fellow Kohanim, even though it's not their day, it, some days a lot of korbanos are brought, and so you got to call out the troops. So they're on um, uh, their backup. So since they're on backup, they're not allowed to drink. Uh, but the people who actually are doing the voda, they can't drink. Why? Because they are constantly doing the voda, and some of the voda finishes up at night. And at night, uh, so they don't drink during the day or the night. They're on constant call. Um, that's the reason. Um, yeah. Uh, and from here they say a different halacha, the Raman Paskins this way. If you're a Kohen and you know which family, uh, which, uh, which group you're from. Now, there are different groups they knew, if you knew which group, you knew which week you were on. And if you know exactly which cousin, which, which father's house you're in, you'd actually know which day is your day to be on. And you know that your fa- father's house uh, would be doing the avoda. They didn't get kicked out. Uh, we, there, was a, there was one family that got kicked out of the... Uh, that lost their rights, their privileges. Uh, the, um, uh, the, the, it was a question on lineage also, but if you know that you're in good shape, that you're all set. Uh, so, even today, you better not drink any wine. Mashiach might come, and they'll need you right away, and you've got to be ready to go. Uh, now, 
Let's say you know which week, but you don't know your father's house, the and you know that they would do their voda, the whole week you better not drink wine because you just don't know which day you're on call. What happens if you have no idea which family you are and which week? But you know, you know that you're a bona fide Kohen, you just don't know when you're turn of duty, so you're off, you can't drink the whole year, because you could get that call. Rabbi says, he says, really, you should never drink, uh, because uh, sometimes they needed the help from the other Kohanim, so, but really, what can I do? The, the heter to drink is because Mashiach doesn't come every day. We've been waiting a long time. So the fact that the fix that allows Kohanim to drink is that it's, uh, you don't have to assume he's coming today. So how do the Kohanim today allow themselves to drink? That's like Rebbe. That since it, uh, every day is not a, uh, is, it's not likely that with all the days put together in history, you, it's, it's been a long time. So you don't have to assume that he's coming on a particular day and therefore not drink wine. Let's see Rashi Koin Bismanazah Maka Mishmarto. Hayadeya Meza Mishmerishu Me Yorev O Mu Myodia. Uh Mikafta, those are one of the twenty-four Mishmerish, Yade Shemu Savosov. He knows the names of his daddy, the Avosov and his grandfathers. Ad Yahorov, Yadeya Eza Yom, the Eza Shabbos. He knew exactly. He kept the I don't know if we have the calendar still. We know uh, we know I think there is a calendar which weeks, which families did which weeks. And he didn't know which days. Now, he knew for a fact that he was from those Kohanim that did the service. There were many that didn't get back in. So, he knows for a fact that his family wasn't kicked out. He knew that they were fit. So only that day. Only to do the voda. So that's why he's on call. Let's just skip down to the the Rashi, the last and one. He doesn't know which day. He's not allowed to drink the whole week. If he doesn't know if his forefathers were set there, Lavod Mutter Elishas Koloshan Velo Kashinin Shem Yibon of Hashem Beis Avshelo. That's already a lot of Shemas. Maybe the Beis Migdash will be revoked, and maybe his 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 family is fit to be a Kohen, but he has no idea. You have to take away some of the Shemas. Okay, back to the Gemara. So then we said Anshe Mishmar Anshe Maimed Aser Lesaper the Kohanim that are doing their duty and the uh, people of the Maimid um, who were also uh, serving in their base of Mikdash then, they're not allowed to get a haircut or wash their clothing during that week. On Thursday, they're mutim ne kavod Shabbos. My time, oh, what's going on here? What's the reason? <coughs> that they shouldn't leave it if they knew that they were doing the avoda that week and they got all their work done. There's always pressure when you're you're about to uh, go on vacation to finish all your work. So your person figures, you know what, I'll get my hair cut then, I'm not so busy. Um, anyways, I'm doing that voter then. So in order to make sure people wouldn't push it off, uh, well, I'll wash my clothes then, I'll do that voter then. 
So therefore, they, they didn't allow uh, haircut breaks during that week or uh, clothing break. So they ask a question, didn't the Kohanim wear um, Big Day Kahuna? So why did they need their clothes cleaned if they wore Big Day Kahuna? So they say what it means is that when they went in, um, uh, when they went in the first time, or also they didn't wear them at night, I suppose, when they weren't on duty. Let's see, Rashik Shei Menu Volum, five lines, uh, four lines down. Shelo yu somkan au yom echad mimei Shabbos, ve'en mistapim v'shabbos afra. They shouldn't rely on, um, on, uh, on one of the days to take the haircut, and um, they didn't take the haircut before. Okay, back to the Gemara. Tan Rabbanan, why do Kohanim have to take a haircut? Why is that even so important? Tan Rabbanan, melk mistapim v'kol yom. A king is, uh, should be, groom himself every single day. It's interesting is today most people uh, groom every day. You know, they shave every day. They, you know, that's everydayly grooming. Kain Gadol, Er Shabbos, Er Shabbos. Kain Gadol, at least once a week. Kain Hedjet, Achas L'Shoshim Yom, every 30 days. Melech, Mestapur, we call you my time. What's the reason? Amrav Abba, Barzvida, Amakra, Melech, B'Yafa, Texano, Ineka. King has to look nice. A king, a part of it is his appearance. He has to look kingly. If he's, uh, if his hair is out of place, he doesn't look kingly. So he has to have a, uh, he has to be groomed consistently. What's the reason? So each Mishmar would come in and a certain way he's like the king of the Kohanim, the Kohen Gadol. And so they need to respect him. So at least when the new Mishmar would come, he would be freshly groomed. That's what they bring down. How do you know every 30 days, not more than 30 days of hair growth? It says that their hair wasn't properly groomed. And, their, and it uses that word, and their lock wasn't set. And how long is the lock? It says by Nazar, uses that same term. Now, Nazar, it defines uh, the locks of hair after 30 days. Here also 30 days. Any growth over 30 days has to be groomed. The Nazar Gufman, how do you know the Nazar, the, the hair is 30 days? That's 30 days. Benalan, uh, how did we know that, though? How do you know that uh, that's a Mishnah, but how did the Mishnah know? Over there, it's one of the famous Gematrias, 30 days, or your money back. That was the, uh, the minimum hair growth that a Nazar has to not get a haircut. Maybe this is what the Torah is saying. Maybe you're not allowed to have any hair growth. How do you know you can have uh, a, a month's worth or a week's worth? If it should have said, don't let any hair stick out, then I would agree. Maybe he has to be fully groomed. You're allowed to have the hair, but but it can't be sticking out. You can have hair, but not sticking out. And if that's what's sticking out, 30 days. So then, yeah. if that's true, a filo in the nami. Kohanim have to be ready. Mashiach will come, and uh, they have to groom themselves. So the more said, do me the shosayayin, just like drinking. My shosayayin, bizman biyehuda, sir. It's you, only when you go in the base and make the shalom bizman biyeh. If you're not going in, you're allowed to drink. Afalchanami, also here, if you can have long hair, if you're not doing the service. He said, really, Kohanim 
shouldn't be allowed to drink. What can I do? The fact that it's been so long, that allows them to drink. And we said today, who do we hold like the Kohanim could drink? Chamra, that's like Rebbe, that there's an opinion that they can't drink. My timer, what's the reason? We want to base a Mikdush now. And you need to have Kohanim that are ready to go. And if your Kohanim are drinking, they won't be ready. So according to that view that your Kohanim are not allowed to drink, they should also be ready with a haircut. So the answer is, If the base of English is built and their hair is too long, first thing they do is they run to the barber. But they could fix that. But uh, if the person is drunk, they can't fix that. So that's the difference. Uh, therefore, today, a Kohen could have long hair, even if the base of English is rebuilt, and he gets the call, uh, the beeper, he's he wanting the base of English, he can quickly cut his hair. The We have a rule that a person who drank too much can take a nap, and uh, after you sleep a little bit, you'll feel a lot better. So the Morris says, uh, they said uh, if a person's drunk, he should get some fresh air. He goes on the derech of a mill or sleeps a little bit. That'll take off the effect of wine. Tell that to the police. If they, you know, the, well, I slept a little bit. <laughs> uh, but it, apparently it, it eases the effect of the wine. So here also, uh, why is a koi not allowed to drink? If the base of English is rebuilt and they're not in the right state, they'll take a, today they say take a cold shower. That used to be the thing they recommended. I don't know anybody who did it, but that's what they all used to say. So they'll take a walk or they'll go to the sleep. That's if they just drank a little bit. If they drank a ton, so if they exercise, they'll hyperventilate and the alcohol will go to their heads quicker. So this I discovered <clears throat> some years. I went to the, the uh, Purim dancing after the Suda, and I was really fine at that moment after the Suda. I thought I was fine, so I could go dance. And then you dance vigorously, and then your blood starts pumping, and it pumps the alcohol to you, and you become uh, less, uh, uh, less sober than you were when you started. The Shina Misharukta, but and sleeping also. If you drank a whole, bu- whole bunch and you go to sleep, it'll be hard to get him up after that. The sleep won't uh, take away the effects. So here also, we, there's drinking and there's drinking. So uh, we're, not, we're talking about even more than Revius, so that's why uh, Cohen shouldn't do that. Ravashi says a different answer. Murat doesn't say something like, the base of Mikdash has been rebuilt, and everyone's run to the base of Mikdash, and the Kohanim are going to sleep. It just, just doesn't, it just doesn't look right or seem right. I mean, the people need the Kohanim. So they shouldn't drink because they should need to be prepared. I mean, what would be the reaction of... of so Richard's or, asking, like, aren't they going to be, you know, <laughs> waiting for the Kohanim over there sleeping? So I, I thought that it'll take some time to get to Beis Hamikdash. In other words, it could be built at any second. But there may be some, you know, there, there could be, a, you know, a little bit of warning. Uh, it takes time to get everybody back to Eretz Israel, or it might take... so. You don't need to actually sleep a long time. It could be just a 50 winks, you know, 30 winks. It could be a short amount of time. So I was assuming that there'll be some amount of time that the Kohanim would have to uh, take a haircut or to uh, 
to take a short nap. Yeah, the Chafetz Chaim said... Yeah, the Kohanim, the Chavetz Chaim said the Kohanim have to learn Kachim because uh, they're going to need to know, like you said, what to do. Uh, it just reminds me of, as you mentioned, the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim, there was a story, he was a Kohen. In fact, there was a story that he had a Yeshiva uh, Bachar, a very good student that with him, and he said to him, you know, uh, are you a Kohen? And he said, no. And he said, you know, why? And they went back and forth a bunch of times, and he said, because your forefathers at the time of Chet Ego, yeah, yeah, I, I hear. I think really that's what the Havmin of the Gemara was, that we're talking about drinking, we're only talking about a little bit. But the Gemara and the Bingen didn't think we're talking about tons of drinking. The Gemara is saying, well, once you open it up, the drinking, maybe it's the heavy drinking and the sleep won't help. Uh, but I think that's what Gemara was thinking in the beginning, I hear. Ravashi gives a different answer, why we are forbid drinking and uh, not haircutting, yeah, not long hair. He says, If a Kohen were to go in the base of Migdash having drunk wine, the avoda would be profaned. It wouldn't work. The service would be no good. You have to do a redo. Uh, drunk, uh, you can't do drunk service. So therefore, they made a rabbinic decree not to let them drink bismanazah. But Pruei Rosh, but what happens if a coin ran in the basement and forgot that he needed a haircut? The lo mechalei avoda. That avoda would still be good, lo gozebei rabbanin. So that's explaining the difference. Okay, that's answer number two. Meisvei, why is the question? Ve'elu sheim b'misa. The following people deserve death. Shasi yayin, a coin who drinks wine, who Rosh, who goes in the base of Migdash without cutting his hair. Bishlam is shasi yayin behegshif. It says, v'yayin sheikher al-teish, al-pruei rosh menolin. How do you know that he can't have long hair? Um, it's, and it says right afterwards that he can't drink. It compares It compares the two, being unkempt, needing a haircut to drinking wine. Just like if he drinks wine, the penalty is death. So too, if he goes in with long hair that's not kempt, it's, he deserves death, umina, and we learn from him, well, the Gemara says, well, if we're going all the way and saying these are the two things, that he's not allowed to go in there drunk, it's disrespectful, and he's not allowed to go in there with long hair, it's disrespectful, and we learn out that the penalty is death, so learn out that if we have this heckish to compare the two, why don't we say... Um, um, why don't we say that uh, the uh, going in with long hair should make the avoda no good? So the Gemara says no. Lo avoda lo The hekish doesn't cover that. Um, yeah, I don't know why some people are gorus that or some people are not, but uh, that's we're saying that the the hekish is not in all things. It's only regarding the penalty, but. Um, uh, uh, but not regarding everything. There is a Rashi. The Morris said, everything is Shavachuf to So the Morris said, no, it's not it's not a heckish for everything.
Okay. We're in the middle of the page. He had a question. So this, uh, this teaching that Kohanim need to have their hair cut, and they're in big trouble if they walk into the base of Migdish with long hair. I mean, long is 30 days. That's not very long, but uh, longer than 30 days, that they're in big trouble. So that's learned from Yechasko. Yechasko came very late in the game. That was towards the, the, uh, uh, the end of the, of the, of the base of Migdish. So, uh, the Kohanim, no one told them. I mean, how did they know that? Uh, the base of Midrash was open for, they, they were doing service, and you mean until that time, no one ever told them you need to get a haircut? The Morris says, you, you can ask this question. It's not written in the Chumash. You're going to tell me that we learn out from the Navi, and that's the following halacha. It doesn't mention that a Kohen who doesn't have a bris can't do the avoda. Sometimes a Kohen whose baby brother died from a bris, they wouldn't give a bris to a Kohen because maybe they're hemophiliacs or they, we don't take chances. Sometimes he lost two baby brothers. His older brother. His two older brothers, thank you. So the halacha is you don't do a bris out of danger. So could such a Kohen do the avoda? So the Yechesko said no, but how do we know that until Yechesko? Because it says, kol ben nechor or leiv. It says any stranger Kohen who's got a heart of uncircumcised heart or a busser or uncircumcised or laid, by the way, somebody that worships idols or another religion. Lo Yavo is not allowed on the base of Migdush. So, and this is a whole question if a Kohen were to convert to another religion, if they'd ever let him do the Voda, could you give him Aliyah? So, before Yechesko came along, where do we know it from? And clearly the Kohanim had to know those rules. So the Gemara answers, Gemara Gemirila. He says it was Allah Moshe Misina, Gemara Gemirila. Moshe Rabbeinu told Allah Kohanim, don't have too such long hair. came and put in the pot. So the halachas were already uh, there. They just weren't, we didn't have a source for them. But they were given to Moshe Rabbeinu and passed down to the Kohanim that they weren't allowed to have too long of the hair. Okay. Um, so let's see the second tosus uh, before we go by. I was waiting for this question. All right, why is the only problem drinking wine? All kohanim today are impure. The first thing we got to do is to get to double spritz, uh, the third and the seventh. So we're, we're not doing the service anytime quick. So why is the Gemara saying that a coin has to worry about a haircut and has to worry about drinking? He's got plenty of time. He's going to have the week of purity. Yeshlomar, Tosus answers. Uh, he says, Yeshlomar, uh, demikamalka mutter ba'avoda. Tzibor, he's allowed to do the avoda, the tumah hutcher b'tzibor. Because everybody's going to be tamay, they'll, they'll be able to let that in. So now we get to Hanukkah. The famous question on Hanukkah is, what was the problem of the oil that they only had one? This is a Pnei Yeshua's question. We have the rule of Tumah Hutcher B'tzibor. Uh, they were allowed to use, if, if that oil wouldn't have lasted that day, you could use any oil because uh, the service must go on. So that's one of the famous Hanukkah questions was uh, why didn't they use Tumah Hutcher B'tzibor? But Tosus is saying you could do Tumah Hutcher B'tzibor for the Kohen. So if you could do it for the Kohen, why can't you do it for the oil? Why? Not What's not this for? Okay. 
If it's worse, it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. I could hear that. So let's see the Gemara. I didn't answer that question. That's for Hanukkah. That's for your Hanukkah Masiba there, that question about the Toma Hotchur But it's over here in Tosus. Okay. So, so now we get into Megillus Tinus. We get away a little bit from strictly the... the um, and it's interesting that we all think of Tinus as just the, the bad days, but also it's when you're not allowed to have a Tinus. In other words, everything you need to know about a Tinus when you fast and when you don't fast. So a lot of the holidays are mentioned in Tinus because those are days you're not allowed to fast. And uh, what's called Megillus Tinus is not the same as Mesectus Tinus. Was, I was telling you there's a list of holidays, uh, which most of them we don't have anymore. Uh, Hanukkah is the one that we have, which is also fascinating. That's the only holiday that we have just from Megillus Tinus that's the, uh, um, that we still have. Purim is a, um, Purim you have the Megillah, so that's mentioned in the Megillah. Um, but uh, the uh, Hanukkahs, uh, we, did, without, we don't have scripture that mentions Hanukkah. We don't have a psukim, the, uh, but I saw that talked about. But at any rate, uh, those, uh, those holidays, how do we celebrate them? And uh, it's interesting, like, you know, to us, we, would, we, we need more than that. But uh, they said the way you celebrate them is that you don't have hespedim, you don't have funeral speeches. And even the day before, the fun of us, but you could have right after. So, Tanarabonin, now we have the Aramaic quote from Megillus Tinus. Eilin yom, these days, the lowlis anabahem. You're not allowed to have fasts on those days. And th- those, those are the list of holidays. Umiksasan. And some of them, the lo uh, and some of them, you're also not only aren't you allowed to fast, you can't even have a funeral speech. The lo Meresh Yorka, the one of the, the 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 first one listed is from the first of the month of Nisan ad Timnaba until the eighth. Why? Itakum Tamida, because they were able to fix the tamid. Uh, and you're not allowed to fast on those days. Uh, and from the 8th until the 8th of Nisan, until the end, until Shavuos, uh, they added to the holiday uh, that they shouldn't have a funeral. So, um, yeah. So Omar Mar, Marish Yarkadanisanad Timnabo, we said from Rosh Chodesh Nisan until the eighth, it took him to Mida to Lolisbonaham. So we said uh, they set up a holiday not to have a funeral. Lamali, why do you have to do it? Uh, what are we saying that they set it up from the beginning, the, uh, from the beginning of the month? Anyways, Marish Yarka, uh, why do you have to mention from Rosh Chodesh, Lema Mitrebanisan? You really mean from the second day of Nisan, because Rosh Kodesh Gufa Yantafu Vaser. Anyways, Rosh Kodesh was a holiday. So Amarav Alonitsu Ella Asa Yom Shalafanov. Rosh Kodesh, you don't, you're allowed to have a Hespa the day before. And once we tell you that the holiday started then, these rabbinic holidays, it adds the day before. Um, and uh, that's, why, uh, that's why it's mentioned. I Shalafanov Nami the day before. Tevid Lahavil Yom Shalifnei Rosh Kodesh. Well, but well, why if, why don't we say that um, the day before Rosh Chodesh you're not allowed to have a hespit? The answer is Rosh Chodesh de'araisahi. Rosh Chodesh is a Torah law, but de'araisah lo boy chizik. They didn't have to add to it. The rabbinic customs people might forget, 
So they added to it, and they made it forbidden even the day before. Titania, where do we see that? All the holidays, before and after the Asr. Shabbos, um, uh, whereas Shabbos and Yontav, Asr Lifneham, you're not allowed to have before Lachreya Mutter, but afterwards you are allowed. Umai Hefrish Ben Zulusu, what's the difference? Halalu Divir Torah, that uh, the Shabbos and Yontav are Divir Torah, Divir Torah and Srikan Chizak. Halalu Divir Sof, Divir Sof and Srikan Chizak. So the one listed Amar Amar, Mitimna Ba, well, let's start, let's just talk about that for a second. What, what's the holiday that they set up the Tamid? So let's bring Rashi in here. Mitimna bo adelo lemisbud. I'm sorry. Let's start from the earlier Rashi. May it's about uh, ten lines up from the wide lines. May reishiar kudinisan adtimna bo tukim tamid delo misbud. Shayut stukim omrim. The stukim said yachin misnadiv. They insisted that individuals could bring umevi tamid, could bring the tamid. My Dorish, they Dorish as a Chavas Echad Tasser, as a Chavas Echad Asheni Tasser, Bein Aboyim, it's Lashen Yochid. So what happened was this. The Sidukim infiltrated the Beis HaMikdosh. Uh, they uh, infiltrated the higher class. Uh, the higher class uh, wanted a pedigree, and so they married into the Kahuna. They, once a person is haughty, they want all the, uh, they want all the advantages. And so you had, the, even in the Kohanim, uh, the Sidukim infiltrated. That's really the story of Hanukkah also. That uh, Matas Yo had to, it was a renegade Kohen who was willing to uh, bring up that pig. So uh, the uh, problem was that the Kohanim in the base of English were following the Sidukim and they weren't doing the Tamid correctly. So we had to argue with the Sidukim to make sure that the Tamid would be brought from the Korban Seymour. So Maya Hadrule, let's finish Rashi, as Korbani, it says Korbani Lachmi Lachishwar Lachim Lashin Rabim. Shekuma Chumasalishka. And so there was uh, until that time, until they got the Tzedukim uh, to accept that, there was a danger to the Tamid, and there was such a happiness. Um, you know, the base image was destroyed only after they stopped bringing the Tamid. The Tamid was such a, a strong Korban that uh, the idea that we could bring it correctly was a holiday that we should celebrate for eight days. They celebrated that day that they were able to do it correctly. Okay, fine. So that was the mention. That was that holiday. <coughs> so one other holiday, two lines from the bottom. So we said also uh, um, the, uh, three lines from the bottom. Uh, Omar Mar Mitimnaba from the eighth of Nisan Ad Sof Moed until Shavuos. It Tosef Chaga add to a thousand of Shua Delo Misbut. Uh, Lamali, why do you have to mention they can't have a funeral? Why don't you just say until the end of the Moed? Why do you have to add Shvuas? Shvuas is a Yantaf. You don't have to say until adding Shvuas. We'll get back to the, they, they made it that day to forbid the day afterwards. Uh, because the more is just asking you on the concept of Shvuas. Uh, the day before and the, and the, and the day after. So what was the holiday of um, then? So there also had to do with the holiday of Shavuos. Uh, before we were dealing with the Sadducees. Now we're dealing with the, the Baisusim. That's the Rashi, Mitimna Ba Adelo Misper, last in line. Rashi, Shai Baisusim, Omrimat, Sarah, Sakar, Shabbos. They had a different date for Shavuos. And so they also infiltrated the Beis Amigdash. 
So again, I, I always get from this what our, our forefathers went through. They had to deal with the Tzedukim, they had to deal with the Vaisusim, they had to deal with the Greeks, and uh, we overcame them all. Baruch